Good morning. Happy Sunday. Good morning, Fran. Happy hot Sunday. Yeah. Today. It's kind of cool here today. It, really? it rained finally. We finally got a little bit of rain oh and God. it cooled it down some. So I don't know how hot it's supposed to get today. I don't watch the weather very much. <laughs> Me either. I just look at it on my phone. <laughs> I look at it when there's something specific that I need to look at it. All right. Is there snow coming today? Not today. Yeah. Is yeah. there rain coming today? Nope. <laughs> Is yeah. it going to be hot? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're we're in dog days of summer. Fun stuff. For sure. Yeah, for sure we are. So Acts chapter three, it's a long one, guys. So bear with us. Um, we'll split it up and talk through it and it's it's gonna be good. I'm excited about it. I don't think we're gonna get through the whole well, we may, yeah, we may. Yeah. We'll do what we, we'll, we'll do what we can. We'll see how it goes. I think we can. There's twenty six verses. Yeah, I'll start reading and I'll go to where that first break is at um, okay. verse 10. And then okay. we'll, we'll see where we're at. Good job. Now, Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. A man who was lame from birth was being carried there. He was placed each day at the temple gate called Beautiful so that he could beg from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked for money. Peter, along with John, looked straight at him and said, look at us. So he turned to them, expecting to get something from them. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. Then taking him by the right hand, he raised him up. And at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped up and started to walk and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. All mm. the people saw him walking and praising God. And they recognized that he was the one who sat and begged at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they were filled with awe and ast astonishment at what had just happened to him. I, I always think about, I thought about two things when we were reading this one, actually three things. One how powerful is it that these guys that were disciples of Jesus Christ gave the authority and the power through the Holy Spirit to tell this man, get up and walk. Up and right? walk. Yeah. They healed him in the same power that Jesus healed prior. Right. Then when you get to the part where it says in verse eight, he walked and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. There's a church hymn. That if, and if, if y'all go to church or if you've ever been to church or you've ever listened to the old time hymns, they're based on scripture. They're absolutely right. based on. And there is a, an old time hymn that that's part of the song, walking and leaping and praising God. And, and I thought about that. And then the other thing I thought about was, could you imagine being the person to recognize this man as the beggar? And to see him now formally healed of this that he had had since birth, since birth. And now he was healed from it. It made me think about, um, there's a, a gentleman that his whole purpose in life is to do the work of God. And how he does the work of God is he will find homeless people on the street and give them a second chance. So oh, he yeah. takes them, he gets them clothing, he gets them a job, he gets them an apartment and he helps them 
get reestablished. And I can remember watching, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but I can remember watching an interview with one of the gentlemen that he had helped. And it showed his transformation from what he looked like on the street to where he was at in the corporate world. And it was phenomenal. And then mm-hmm. the impact that this guy had shared that this, this man had had on his life, but ultimately he gave the glory to God. And that's, that's the thing, friends, we can't lose sight of that. Yes, these people were just normal everyday people, but they have to give that glory to God. You can't, if you take on that credit yourself, you're not going to go anywhere. What I, what stood out to me in this was people saw him walking and praising God and they recognized that he was the beggar that used to beg by the gate. Look how many people walked back past him before mm-hmm. 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 And never, yeah and mm-hmm. yeah and I mean that's that's very powerful on its own so you never know who or what you might be walking past and what you can do just by sharing God it makes me think of that Colin Ray song um what if Jesus comes back like that <laughs> yes yes that is a great song it is a good yeah. song absolutely yes Okay, we're, I'll keep going. So we kind of yeah. don't have a lot of time today. Um, while he was holding on to Peter and John, all the people early astonished ran towards them in what is called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter, Peter saw this, he addressed the people, fellow Israelites, why are you amazed at this? Why do you stare at us as though we had made him walk by our own power or godliness? The God of Abraham, Isaac, And Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servants, Jesus, whom you handed over and denied before Pilate. Though he had decided to release him, you denied the holy and righteousness one and asked to have murderer released to you. You killed the source of life whom God raised from the dead. We are witnesses of his life by faith in his name. His name has made this man strong whom you see and know. So the faith that comes through Jesus has given him this perfect health in front of all of you. And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your leaders also did. In this way, God fulfilled what he had predicted through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out. The seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send Jesus who has been appointed for for you as the Messiah. Heaven must receive him until the time of the restoration of all things which God spoke about through his holy prophets from the beginning. Moses said, the Lord, your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among us, your brothers and sisters. You must listen to everything he tells you. And everyone who does not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from the people. In addition, all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel and those after him have also foretold these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your ancestors, saying to Abraham, and all the families of earth will be blessed through your offspring. God raised up his servants and sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your evil ways. Mm. They kind of called Mm -hmm. him out about that. Like, you know, hey, look, 
we all have this in we all have this in the, in us you just decided not to acknowledge it and yeah, share yeah 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 well and then like in chapter in verse 16 it says by faith in his name his name has made this man strong so right. if you don't understand why when you pray you say we ask this in Jesus name amen it's because mm-hmm. that name is power that right. name is healing that name is right is the ultimate sacrifice for everything that we've ever done as a human race and they're they're basically like you said they're calling them out and saying listen you had this potential you had it walking the earth and you ripped it away but we know it was according to god's plan we know that that had to happen so that we would have a savior and it says the Lord, your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers and sisters. You must listen to everything he tells you. Everyone who does not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from the people. There's going to come a time, friends, as we just finished up the study of Revelation, there is going to come a time when you have one choice to make in this lifetime. And that choice is either you follow Jesus, follow Jesus, or you spend your pit of eternity in hell mm-hmm. and it is it's a real place I mean I always think of it in any situation that's a hard situation that I'm praying about as me coming up to a stop sign and I can either go left right or straight and that's your crossroads left right or straight right could be the path to Jesus left could be the path to living eternity in hell and straight's going to keep you right where you are today no better no better yeah no better so choose choose your crossroads accordingly to the life that you want to have yeah for sure my daddy always told me he was a truck driver a long road truck driver and he always said if you're ever lost take a right yeah yeah always go right it'll take you back home yeah Good, so, good wisdom. Yeah, those are definitely um definitely the same situation. Yeah. Right is to Jesus, go home. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's gonna be people too all the time that interject politics into everything, right? So, you, mm-hmm. so we're all the time hearing this. The left is way out there, the right is here. Right. There's always yeah, that I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're right. And and the thing of it is, y'all, like we're one nation under God, one nation under God. If people would quit trying to rewrite the independence of this nation and reread it, mm-hmm. they would know that this country was founded on the principles of God. And while some things have adapted and changed for the better, there are far more things that are going to the pits. Right. Farm things. Oh yeah. This nation, this nation is is getting closer and closer and closer to being a satanic nation. I mean it's it is oh, really we're, we're very closely there right now. If not already. I mean I, honestly I definitely think Christians are outnumbered. Oh yeah. And the Christians do remain I mean, I hate to say that we're afraid to to speak out but in a sense being a martyr for christ 
just by being a Christian anymore, just by openly professing and saying that you're a Christian, you already have a target on your back. And Mm -hmm. Jesus tells us in scriptures that, you know, don't fear the person that can take your life. Fear the one that takes your soul. Right. And it also says that don't be so offended if they hate you because they hated him first. They Mm -hmm. hated him first. Mm -hmm. And look at how pure and good and and wholesome he was. And I I heard something this morning and I'm really hard on myself, y'all. Like for y'all that don't know me, like I'm a perfectionist to a T and I am like an all or none type person. But God has really been dealing with me on that. And God has really been teaching me that through my daughter's eyes, I have to do better. Mm -hmm. I can't be so down on myself because I need to see myself the way that God sees me. And God sees me as a daughter in Christ. God sees me as a beautiful human being. And I'm never going to be perfect. Nothing I ever do is going to be perfect. Not at all. And nothing I ever say is going to make everybody happy, happy or like me. And I heard a song the other day that, um, it, it was the country song and, and the lyrics said, you know, for some, I'm the, I, this is paraphrasing it. Cause I can't remember exactly, but it was basically saying for some people you're the world, but to some people you're too much. You're right. never going to be liked by everybody. Right. And that's hard for me. Like, I don't like to have people that that have an issue with my, with me in general. Like I've always been a, a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. But this morning I was trying, there's an exercise in one of my daily devotionals to think of things that you like about yourself. And it can be things like about your personality or your appearance or, you know, just to kind of to love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, how can you expect anyone else to love you? Mm-hmm. And, and for how the first can you expect time- to love someone else wholly? If you don't love you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So for the first time ever, like I was actually able to think of some positive things about myself. And I know some people are like, well, come on now. I'm sure that you aren't like that. But no, it's, I mean, it's honestly genuinely true. Like it is easier for me to point out my flaws than it is for me to point out things that are of good quality. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's human nature. Mm -hmm. I think that's human nature. Like, you and I are a lot alike in this sense that we're not looking for a pat on the back. We're not looking for a, you know, you're the best of the best of the best. We're more or less looking for, we want to do what God wants us to do. And we want to be the best at what God wants us to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's more about keeping the peace and being um, logical than it is about being showboats, I guess. Like mm-hmm. it's not, about bragging about our our qualities which let's be honest both of us have some pretty great amazing traits we really do like we do we have amazing personality traits that make us us and make Mm -hmm. us unique and and make us people that like to be around people and people like to be us and it's easy for us to lose sight of that because (laughs) Sometimes we get too caught up in ourselves thinking 
the anxiety part of it of, well, what if I offend them? If I say this, or did I hurt their feelings? They didn't, didn't text me back in the way I thought, or, you know, just the little things like the quirky little crazy things that are just in our head. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I was, I was looking at a picture this morning. So my husband got me this really cool mug and it's a tea mug and it's got a, it's got a turtle on it and it says Myrtle And there's a story behind this mug that I'll never forget. So we had went to Myrtle Beach a couple weeks ago whenever we met up with your family and then we went on to the beach. The um, Broadway down there in Myrtle Mm -hmm. Beach. So we ended up going there and we stopped to get ice cream one evening at um, the little ice cream shop there at Broadway. And my husband ran into this novelty store called Blondie's next door. Well, he got this little mug. Right. So he he didn't tell me what it was and he come out carrying something. And I kind of made the comment. I said, well, how's it fair for you to buy something? And you didn't even let us look in the store. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not so knowing you opened, had to do something. Yeah. So I opened it up and here it was a turtle mug. And the reason he had got me a turtle mug was I was disappointed. I didn't see any turtles at the aquarium. I love Aww. turtles. I Aww. love turtles. So he got me the turtle mug. He left his credit card there. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So we had drove all the way back to the the camper and th- didn't even know until the next day. Like right. we, stopped, we stopped to get fuel and he's like, I don't have my card. Do you have my card? And I'm like, no, I didn't, I didn't use your card. And then I'm going back through, we called, um, drunken jacks where we ate dinner they didn't have our card because that was the last place we thought he used it and I'm like I pulled up my credit card statement and I'm like well I used I used my card when we got ice cream he's like I went in that store (laughs) (laughs) so I called that store and sure enough they had his card so we had to make another trip back down to Myrtle Beach just to pick up that card oh my goodness so this little coffee cup that cost him $12 will continuously have a memory forever. <laughs> Look how well y'all work together to locate the card. But <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and that's the thing of it is, is like little things like that, that you don't like, it would have been so easy to pick each other apart and be like, what's your fault? You lost it. What'd you do with it? You know, that yeah, was pretty yeah. childish of you to forget it. But no, it was more or less of, okay, let's, let's pinpoint, think back where we use it. Like you said, it's that, it is that problem solving. Yeah. And our little story that we read today made me think about the woman with the issue of blood. She went her whole life and had that issue. Right. But she had enough faith just to touch the hem of Jesus's garment, his hem of his garment. So she knew the astounding power that Jesus is being held. And I think what people today forget is in the name of Jesus, there is power. In the name of Jesus. You need to ask Brittany a question? Before you hang up. Okay. My husband wants to talk to you. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. But it's just, I mean, it's just the, the same today, like as Christians, we need to quit beating ourselves up for being us and just really fall into being who Christ created us to be. And that's going to look different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You got to figure out your purpose. 
some people go mm-hmm. their whole life without figuring it out but some days it just gets landed right in your lap and you're like oh that's my purpose that's why I'm here let me use that to share God's word Beth you just figured yours out within the last year yes I'm 42 just figured figured out my gift yeah and, and, someone, and for me and, and that's how it was like someone said this is your gift not everyone has this gift this is a rare gift you you're um, I wish I had your gift so yeah yeah, I mean and I'm sure someone's told me that numerous times but But it wasn't your time like I couldn't hear it yeah I couldn't hear it so right and it's the same as as your decision to know Christ if you live in the world and you're not a saved Christian, there are always people put in your pathway to try Mm -hmm. to lead you to Christ, whether you recognize them as those people or not. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that they're going to be in your face and saying, um, well, here, I'm going to pray the sinner's prayer with you, or, hey, you need Jesus, or or even, hey, come to church. But I'm Mm -hmm. talking about just simple, genuine Christians that are placed in your life that that are there for a purpose. One mm-hmm. plants, one waters, and God gives the increase. And for you, it was just a breakthrough moment of someone just just saying, "Listen, listen." And, and for me, you know, it's the same. And there are times, like, there are times I beat myself up because I feel like I am not fully operating in the the potential of my gift that God has given me. But then there are other times that I am reminded of the season of life that I'm in and that season of life that I am in right now, God's priority for my life is to raise two godly children Mm -hmm. and do my best at teaching them God's way. We, Mm -hmm. we went yard sailing yesterday and we stopped at a little booth and the girls were looking at some jewelry. And I had bought something that was sentimental to me. It was just little cheapo wooden reindeer, but it was the exact little wooden reindeer that my grandma had when I was a kid. And I, I, I think I know they kind of connect together. Yes. And, yes, yes. Yes. So um, I had to have it. It was sentimental. And I said, ma'am, I said, how much do you want for this little wooden reindeer? And she said, well, would $3 be too much? I said, no, ma'am. I said, it has sentimental value. So I will definitely give you $3. And, and she said, and I paid her and I said, thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that. And she started right away and said, don't call me ma'am. And, and I, the other woman standing there, a customer and her husband spoke up and she said, no, she said, you know what? Thank you. For, she said, thank you for calling me ma'am. She said, she said, I, I appreciate that. And I said, I'm teaching my girls. I said, I have these two daughters that I need to teach manners and respect. And I said, if I don't do that, I don't want them to learn not to do that. And that woman said, you know, I never thought about that. She's, she goes, thank you. She said, you're right. And, and I said, but it's just little things like that. That is God. You know right. what I mean? That's right. That, that woman may not have felt respected, had an I had I just paid for it and not said thank you I right. would not feel respected if someone were <laughs> my customer and paid for something and just threw the money on the table and walked off like right. yeah I, can't I probably that. would call you out yeah 
I'd be like, no, I'm raising the price on that until you learn some manners. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. That, that's like, this is terrible, but my, my girls have been in like a sassy phase lately uh, with each other. So not so much with me, but with each other. And finally, I said, listen, y'all are going to learn to get along. I'm going to start taking and charging you money when you don't. So you lose some of your yard sale money that you've earned if you can't get along. And I said, because you're going to work with people someday, you're not always going to get along with, but you know what? You got to figure it out. Yeah. You're not going to, I mean, you're not going to just be able to be at each other's throats in a, in a workplace. You're going to have to figure out one, how do you avoid the person when they're crabby? Two, how do you just work alongside of them to get to a common goal? Mm-hmm. And I said, three, or you're going to get fired. So there's consequences for your actions. <laughs> that is true. We've all been in that tough situation. love, right? Right. I, I'm all for it. <laughs> but yeah. God is okay. amazing. Like, he is. The things my, that he does for us. My mom's coming home today. She, her brother who just lost his daughter and son weeks apart, called her and never asked for help. Called her and said they were struggling. He needed them. He needed her. Um, and she's coming home. So when we pray today. To stay. Not to say, just she's. Want, I think she's Not wanting yet. to come home now. But um, his wife had had some back surgery the day before her son had passed away. My aunt, and then she's not recovering very well, and they just need help. They just need some help. So, um, when we pray today, please pray specifically for my aunt and uncle um, for healing, not only emotionally but physically because they did lose two children within three weeks of each other they're on they're only two children they have no more children oh my goodness yeah it was their only two children so uh, i would appreciate some prayers for them and safe travels from mom absolutely absolutely continue to remember the babies in your life as they continue mm-hmm. to grow <clears throat> they're thriving Caitlin and Devin and their their future together as a family and mm-hmm. in prayer and lifted up and um, continue to remember Eli and Joshua and um, yeah for sure. All right, well let's go to prayer, friends. Yes, ma'am. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, for this amazing Sunday. And God, we're thankful that we are able to see that the gifts that you have given us are a blessing. God, we know that sometimes we fail to see that that what we're capable of is because of you. But not only that, Lord God, we we hold ourselves back and stand in the way of what you're capable of of. God, I pray you will just remove those barriers from our pathway, Lord God. If there's roadblocks that are, that are holding us back, God, I just see them now being removed. God, I see you busting through and, and giving us the breakthrough in our life that we need, Lord, spiritually. God, I pray that you'll just open up our hearts and our minds to receive your word and your blessings that we might help others, Lord God. God, I pray that you will just continue to use us in a mighty way. Lord God, I pray that this podcast will just continue to get your word out there, Lord, that mm-hmm. even if one person hears it in is forever changed Lord. it's worth it god we're thankful that we're able to grow together in the spirit lord god we're thankful that we're able to 
to read and understand your word in a mighty way, Lord, a way that we've never understood it before and share it with those that need to hear it. God, I pray that you will just continue to use our light, our lives as a light into this dark world, Lord, that we'll be a beacon of light in the lost world, Lord God, of, mm-hmm. of a place where it seems like Christianity is dying out. God, let us be that beacon of light. Let us be that lighthouse. Help us to show others the importance of Jesus in our life, Lord. He is the answer to all of our problems, and he is the solution to everything that we need. God, I pray that you will just continue to be with Eli, Lord, and continue to touch and heal his body in a mighty way. God, we pray for his mama and daddy and their family, Lord. Continue to bless them and strengthen them, Lord, for we know that sometimes times are trying. God, I pray that you will just be with Joshua. God, we pray that you will just continue to restore his mind, his body, his health, and his spirit, Lord Jesus, that he's a great warrior for you, Lord. God, we pray for Beth, Lord, and her family. Pray that you will just continue to bless their bonds and and their family trees that continues to grow, Lord God. We pray that they will just be little mighty warriors for you as well in Christ, Lord. We pray that you will just bless Devin and Caitlin, Lord, and and be with them and Bryson and Bessie and Hunter, Lord Jesus, and pray that you'll just touch their lives and lift them up, Lord God. We know that you have their pathways numbered. Make sure that there's, their turning points are clear. God, we pray that as they come to the stop signs in life, Lord, that they make the right decisions that are centered around you. God, I pray for my own children. Pray that you would just number their steps and, and bless them and be with them and help me to teach and raise them, Lord, and help Nathan and I to just be godly examples of your love your wisdom, Lord God, and, and help us to raise them to, to be godly. God, I pray that you will just be with best family who's struggling, Lord. God, I pray that you will just bless her mama as she travels, Lord. Give her the words of encouragement to give to her family so that she can support and comfort them in a way that only you can, Lord. God, I pray that you will just bless her aunt and uncle. This time is so difficult in their life, Lord, and we know that sometimes it's hard to see you through the flames. God, we know that you're there. You're among us. And God, right now, I can see those footprints in the sand as you're carrying them through this. God, I see that you have your arms wrapped around them and they can feel your embrace. God, I pray that you will just continue to bless and anoint their lives, Lord Jesus, for we know that this time is trying. But Lord, just send them a sign, a ray of hope to let them know that you're still in control and God, that you got this. And God, we know that if they would turn their hearts to you and rely fully on you, Lord God, that's the only way their hearts will heal. I pray that you will just continue to bless and be with them, Lord God, financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, Lord Jesus. God, we're just so thankful that we're able to give you these requests, Lord, and leave them at the foot of the cross, Lord, and not carry them back with us. Lord, your, your word tells us to take up our cross daily. And God, right now, we just we make these petitions to you, Lord God. We ask all this in the mighty and holy name of Jesus, Lord God. And we thank you in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, friend. Thank you so much. Amen. You're welcome. God is amazing. Mm-hmm. Even when we're in our lowest point, he never leaves us. If if we lose sight of him, it's because we stopped looking. Mm, that is true. So true. It's because we stopped looking. Yeah. All right, friends. We hope that you have an amazing Sunday. Yeah. Be blessed today. Definitely be blessed. Yes. Bountiful these, blessings. This is this is my challenge for our followers. Um, or followers of Christ in general. Five positive traits about yourself. Journal Ooh. them. 
Good, good call. Five positive things about you that make you, you, and you different from everybody else. Because we're not cookie cutter. God didn't create us the same. We all have our own unique gifts and purpose in life. And sometimes it's challenging to figure that out. But there are qualities that make you, you. Mm -hmm. So happy Sunday, friends. Happy Sunday. (laughs)